And we're live. Man, I would love a countdown. StreamYard, if you're hearing me. All right, next time. Uh, so sorry. Welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott. I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. Apparently, I didn't realize I was doing it, but I, I say that all the time. And now it's become a thing. Where, where actually, Damien, when we saw him at Collaboration, I think he was the one who said, it, like, oh, yeah, you're Scott. No, it was, it was Jason uh, from Buffalo Brews. Don't you know him? He's Scott, a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And uh, so, yeah, I'm Scott. I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And on this it's, episode. It's collectively become part of the intro to the podcast. Right? Just I used to say just south of Buffalo, I think, which is true. And with me is Brian. Brian from the Buffalo Beer League. I don't, you got to put that in your uh, little thing there on YouTube. Because if you're not watching on YouTube, you should watch on YouTube. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Or on Twitter. Um, and you can find these videos on YouTube afterwards. You just go to youtube.com forward slash WNYBrews. You can watch it anytime on the Friday um, of the weekend, right? The Friday on Fridays <laughs> is what I meant to say. So we're going to talk about what's happening in the Buffalo beer scene, March 30th, uh, 31st, and April Fool's Day. So let's talk about that in just a moment. So once again, we're live on YouTube and Twitter right now. You can find those uh, afterwards. But we're going to talk about what's happening this weekend in Buffalo Beer. Before we do, I want to let you know that we're a member of the Hopped Up Network. It's just a, a podcast network of regional independent beer podcasts. You can find out more at hoppedupnetwork.com. I want to let you know what we got going on right now with a, um incentive, if you will for leaving a review for the podcast if you would leave a review for our podcast on whatever podcast catcher you use if you use apple uh or spotify or or so on i think google doesn't actually let you review but if you do leave us a review and you send it uh send a screenshot of it to me on uh twitter so it's at wny we will connect and i'll make sure you get a t-shirt i can actually bring up a picture of that t-shirt too maybe i'll do that um, for people who are watching, it is a Raglan style shirt that says Buffalo Beer League. No, it says enjoy Buffalo beer on the front. It says Buffalo Beer League on the back. And uh, it has a list of breweries that were around when this T-shirt was made. And it, it's got a bunch of breweries, just not everybody. Right, Brian, you have a you have one, right? I do have one of these. Yes. So, yeah, you've seen it. And we only have larges and extra larges left. But if you want one of those, leave us a review. Send us a screenshot at WNYBrews. And if you are on the uh, YouTube or if you go to find this on YouTube, I'm about to put it up. That's what's about to happen. So you can see the shirt. Can you see it? Can I see it? Yep, there it is. So there's the shirt. And uh, that can be yours. All you got to do is leave us a review. I'm going to read a review that we got and i will absolutely be sending out a shirt um to damien m well this is very exciting right i assume it was a five-star review it might oh i left it right up here we can only hope as you said last week scott we were you said earlier this week we provide seven star content seven star content yes we yeah see every once in a while i say something cool not most of the time even though you're the host of this podcast, you'd never say anything cool. For 
2015 to now, literally eight years. Uh, <laughs> the first episode was March 28th, 2015. Happy eighth year of this wow, podcast. Wow, yeah, yeah, happy anniversary. This is episode 103. You would think there'd be more after eight years, but here we are. Hey, we're, we're, we're trying to bump those numbers up. That's right. So Damien wrote, it's my go-to beer podcast for Buffalo beer information. Uh, it says, I've been listening for a couple of years when Scott was just doing the podcast, but bringing Brian on has made the podcast that much more informative on what's been going on in the Buffalo beer scene and how to plan my weekend, which is 100% true. So thank you, Damien, for that. And like I said, we'll make sure that we meet up uh, to get you the uh, shirt. I appreciate that, Damien. Thank you. And it's like, it, 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 it might sound weird, but I do take that into, I do take that into consideration when I write this article every week that it's like, I hope people look at this and then plan their weekend accordingly. If they want to go out and grab a beer. Yeah, for sure. Right. The article that Brian is talking about is of course the Buffalo beer buzz, which you can find on stepoutbuffalo.com and on buffalobeerleague.com. And, and this week I, Actually, just had it up, but now I closed it. You know, I probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> Instead okay. of saying this article, I probably should have mentioned the name of the article. No, right? That's why we're bouncing off of each other. I like it. I that like is it. a good point. So I'm going to open up a beer. Uh, I'm drinking another Caucasian Gary. There it is. From Resurgence. And, and it's unlabeled. Because we don't, when we, you, when, we don't need labels. When you have an in, I guess, right? Fellow Buffalo yeah, Beer we, Leaguer we were, Scott we McMillan. Literally buying them by the case. We don't we don't need labels. <laughs> nice. If yes, I would've would, if, if right? I would have known Scott, I would have put some in the fridge. I would have had one with you. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Uh, and is it next week that we are planning on drinking my hay burner? Yes. Knock on wood. All right. I'll make sure I get you one. Um, I appreciate that. So what are you drinking? So speaking of resurgence, I am drinking a Raptor King. Raptor King. Explain it. What is it? So this is their this is their debut can in the lovely nineteen or debut in their nineteen or nineteen by two ounce can stove right. pipe can. If you want to get technical, it's a hazy imperial IPA. It's it's big and resinous, overripe tropical fruit, mostly pineapple, but uh, very smooth. It's nine percent too. Oh, nice nine percent. Yeah. yeah, this another Caucasian Gary is is wonderful and only six percent. So I was going to say that's I, if I remember correctly, it's right around six. We'll see who finishes this podcast. <laughs> it's not always it's not always uh, me. That's for sure. There's times uh, you got to carry us into the garage. Yeah. So let's talk about the beer buzz this week. I don't know what 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 of these articles, what of these stories, um, are you most excited about? Ooh, most excited about? Wow, you've never asked me that before. I'm, right, I'm trying to trying to spice it up here. I like, huh? Well, I mean, I like the I like the the Western New York breweries winning at the New York craft the New York State craft beer competition. But absolutely, I mean, I don't. I mean, we we don't really need to delve into that too much because we did do a separate podcast on that Tuesday. You can find that on the podcast feed wherever you find the West New York Brews podcast. We talked about it, but I have that listed here. It would I had to mention it or I had to write about yeah. it this week. Good. Um, do you want to go through very quickly the medals again? Like, um... yeah, I can. I can. I can run through them super quick. So, uh, the New York State Craft Beer Competition is held every year as part of the Craft Beer Comp- or Craft Beer Conference. Uh, mm-hmm. This one was held last week, last Friday, as a matter of fact. Six local breweries won nine medals, four golds, 
uh, Pearl Street won gold for Saber's Edge Double IPA in the American yeah. Double IPA category. Big Ditch won gold in the Barrel Age Non Sour category for their Double Barrel Aqueduct Imperial Stout. They also placed second in the state behind Genesee uh, Brewery, their Hellas, for best beer in the state. So they finished second in best beer of the state. Community Beer Works, their first of two uh, medals. They won gold for their in Belgian farmhouse for their thirst aid kit, which is not released yet. Uh, awesome. I was told, so that'll be out. That'll be out soon. Steelbound won gold for buy the berries blueberry wheat in the fruit and vegetable non sour category. A favorite of your a favorite category of yours, Scott, as you mentioned on the podcast. Yeah. Um, New York Beer Project won three medals, and West Shore uh, won bronze. Oh, excuse me, New York Beer Project they won uh, silver for. They won silver for um, or bronze for Yellowstone Wild Ale and Lockport Lager, and they won bronze for or they won silver for. Oh, I don't have that listed here. Yeah, hold on. My apologies, everybody. You would think I would remember. I don't. We literally just talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bronze. Again, that, that was bronze an episode you brought wild, the wild and sour ales for Yellowstone Wild Ale. Uh-huh. Silver in the light lager traditional category for Lockport Lager. And they also won bronze for the one version 43, the Island edition in uh, the fruit and vegetable non-sour category. And rounding that out, West Shore Brewing uh, won bronze for their winter warmer in the strong ales non-Belgian category. Excellent. So I know that was that was a mouthful. That was a lot. That was a lot. And if you want to hear more about them, on, on Tuesday we released that episode. So go back and listen to the previous episode. Yeah, we did it. We did a quick half hour on it, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's a quick, concise podcast, and everything you need to know. Excellent. So Sunday, that's the first, right? That's April first. That is no Saturday uh, is April first. Saturday, yes, Saturday. I got to tell you, as an elementary school teacher, I love it when April Fool's Day lands on a weekend. That makes sense. It is so annoying during the day. <laughs> The I kids. remember I remember being in, being in grade school. We used to always try to pull pull little mm-hmm. pranks and we always thought they were funny. But in oh, reality yeah. they probably weren't. They're it's they're cute, right? The kids are, <laughs> are being cute, but every single thing that comes out of their mouth for April Fool's Day is a lie. Ah. Every single thing. They all want to come into my room and tell me, guess what, Mr. Panfil? I'm going to Disney next week. And I'll be like, oh cool. And they'll be like, April Fools. And they oh, okay. Guess what? We got a new dog great april fools like okay <laughs> let's please start class now it's time so saturday is going to be awesome can't wait but I saturday the, sorry i love ahead. the idea of actual like actual human beings calling you mr panfil i don't yep. know what that i just love that yeah and again their their idea of pranks is just lying to me for a couple of seconds <laughs> <clears throat> sorry drink so grand oh, yeah. opening tap that tap room uh, out in Tonawanda, New York. I've heard of that place. Tonawanda. But uh, let me let me read a little bit here first. Buffalo's first woman-owned self-pour taproom. Is it women or woman? Woman-owned. Featuring 30 be, different taps. Wo- yeah, w- woman-owned. That is awesome. I was reading about this, and it it's, has um, a self-pour system, right? Is that all 30 taps? Yes. That's awesome. Right, I think that's that's probably going to be more of what's going to happen. Because why wouldn't people love it? They can pour themselves three ounces or or 
two ounces of something and try a bunch of stuff. Like it's your own little mini beer festival at Tap That Tap Room. Yeah, the first time the first time I ever went to a uh, a Southport Tap Room, I was in Richmond, Virginia, and it was at it was at an arcade, and that was attached to a Southport Tap Room, and I had no idea what it was. Um, and then I walked in and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm like, they have 30 beers on. I've never had before. Oh, wait, I can have one ounce of this beer and then one ounce of this beer. It's, it's a cool concept. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you going to try to get out there on the, on the first on Saturday? I won't be able to, I won't be able to make it then, but I do want to, I do want to try to make it out there. Yeah, me too. I won't be able to make it Saturday as well. Yeah. Tap that tap room. Uh, that is on, uh, Delaware. 363 Delaware, Tonawanda, New York. Uh, it says they're going to have 30 self-serve taps of beer, wine, cider, and seltzer. Ooh, wine taps? Maybe. Right? I like that idea. Yeah. You could, like, I guess we have a box of wine downstairs. That has a little tap on it, right? It's probably not the same thing. Stay, stay classy, Scott. Yep, you know it. So <laughs> space to sit, seat 60 people in 15 tables and additional space at a bar. Oh, cool. Plans also call for a dog-friendly patio out front. Super cool. So check that out, uh, Delaware Street, Tonawanda. And, you know, more more, more locally owned establishments pouring local beer, ciders, and seltzers. You know, we, the more the merrier. For sure. So real quick, Scott, something, something just popped into my head while we were just talking there. What it. is more classy? A bo- box wine... Uh-huh. Or or the giant jugs of like the Carlo Rossi wine. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, no, I know. You know exactly the ones I'm talking about, about, right? Yep. I think I don't. Oh man, I think a boxed wine is classier. I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think it comes down to price too. Just well, true. If I could, because I make wine at the house, if I could keg wine, I I would, because that would be amazing to have a keg of wine. The problem is it carbonates if you put it in a keg. Yeah. So when people keg it, which happens so rarely, they say they put them in a put it in a bag, and the CO two stays on the outside of the bag and compresses the bag. Interesting. Uh, I know, right? It's a fun, but yeah. So instead, we just bottle it. But I hate bottling in all of its forms. So maybe I should just save some bi- save some boxes and fill up my own. There you go. Boxed wine. Make, make your own fancy box here. wine. I like that idea. Yep. All right, jumping to, I think we talked about uh, the free buys and tickets that Consumers Beverage is offering, right? Actually, that was something different. I had, But in this article, I had mentioned uh, you're referring to the Southern Tier Craft Beer Pack. Ticket oh, pack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which I do have, I did mention that here uh, just mm-hmm. so people are aware of it. But uh, this weekend, or next, excuse me, next Tuesday is the Bison's Home Opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and this weekend, if you go to any any one of Consumers 18... Uh, consumer beverages 18 locations if you spend ten dollars or more which i mean no matter what you buy you're going to spend ten dollars you get a free pair of tickets to the home opener wait when this weekend this weekend okay because i was at i was at consumers two hours ago while supplies last okay i was at consumers two hours ago and i definitely spent more than 10 bucks but i guess it's only thursday right so oh i did not think about that my bad all right, quick tangent before we jump to the next one. Hit me. Consumers beverages. There's you said 18 locations. Yes. Which one do you think is the nicest? Ooh, huh. 
Okay, now cards on the table. I have not been to the mall. Yeah, me neither. Um, the one on Clinton Street is really, or the one on Clinton is really nice. Yeah, that's probably what I was going to go with too. Being a South Towns person, I haven't hit most of the North Towns ones. Yeah, I like the one in. I like the one in the Village of Orchard Park is really nice. You know, I like that one too. Just because, just because it's bigger and the selection, the selection is better, and they have home brewing stuff. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. And but, consumers, uh, if you listen to this, which I can't imagine you do, but consumers, if you listen to this, you are never allowed to get rid of that homebrewing stuff. It's the only place in the South Towns. That's not true anymore. You can go to Derby. But it's really? hard. It, yeah, Derby, the uh, Ace Value in Derby has a really small selection. Wow, of I did, I did not know that. But yeah, it's the only place in the South Towns. If I need yeast, like if I'm brewing and I, I ran out of something, or I, I go to open up a yeast packet and I accidentally spill it all over myself, which who would do that? But sometimes it happens, right? You need to go to consumers. Like I got to go to consumers. I got to get me some O five. So Scott, you you said that in jest, obviously about consumers listening, right? So you know, I write I write articles for the Buffalo News. Yes, sir. <laughs> I wrote an article. I I think it was last it was last winter. I wrote a, a, an article about all of the local Advent beer boxes you could get. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned consumers in the article. The owner of consumers saw the article and emailed me about it. Nice. And he complimented me on the article. So you never know. That's right. Right. Who knows? Maybe they're, they're diligent listeners. It's a terrible word, but I'm not opening my thesaurus right now. Um, so yeah, go to consumers this weekend or it says soon is what it says. Because, yeah, I well, know, yeah, I didn't know exactly how to quantify it, but the, I'm pretty sure it's this weekend. The opener is the fourth, so it can't be it can't yes. be that late, right? Yeah, the opener is Tuesday against uh, Worcester at two o five. If you want to, if you want to get that down to brass tacks. And I went tonight and didn't get any free tickets, so Ooh. so somewhere All between right. now. Yeah, and we might have fourth. to talk semantics. I don't know. <laughs> Go to consumers. <sighs> All right, so some beer releases. We got some beer releases this week. Uh, uh, let's start with 12 gates and then we'll go to Southern tier. Sounds good. Yep. So monsters and myths IPA, uh, which will consist of six new hazy IPAs, uh, which when it's done, cause this has already started, right? Yeah. This is the second entry. Okay. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Continues March 31st. <laughs> I see it. I see it. A 7.1% hazy IPA. I was going to make a joke about because what we really need is more hazy IPAs, but you know what? I love hazy IPAs. So yeah, I know we, we, we say it all the time. It's like, I always, you know, we always tell ourselves we're going to drink less and less hazy IPAs, but we always find ourselves drinking hazy IPAs. Yeah. Right. You just drink what you like. And I like hazy IPAs. Fair um, point. Among other things. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm loving this. Another Caucasian Gary. In fact, I might have another, another Caucasian Gary. It is, it is for the style. Like, I mean, I don't know if, it, if you had mentioned earlier that it's it's a blonde stout, like a white stout. You can see I don't that have on, much on familiarity YouTube. with that style, but it is so drinkable. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Something about a blonde stout, I, I have such a hard time with that. Like, why is it a stout? Yeah, it's BJCPP. BJCP people hit me up. Yeah, we need to talk about that, right? Because color is definitely part of a stout, right? right? All right. I'm going off on a tangent now, but I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back. So this Miss Monsters and Miss IPA uh, has a Zaka Citra Mosaic and Simcoe. Um, 
which are some of my favorite hops. I think I've told you my Simcoe story before. I'll tell you real quick again. My homebrew club, we did a single hop uh, competition. Everybody made a single hopped beer. And I pulled Simcoe. And Simcoe, some people like Simcoe, some people don't. And uh, people voted. They each got a ticket when they walked in. And they put their ticket in the jug of, in front of whichever beer they liked the most. And whoever had the most tickets won at the end of the night. Well, my jug got zero. It was not a bad beer i liked it um but yeah i had simcoe and i got zero so i'm not sure if that was a referendum on simcoe or my beer was also right next to the dump bucket which was the same thing as as the it was another pitcher yeah right next to my pitcher and i wonder how many people drank the dump pitcher oh for my simcoe you 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 would hope that people would know better than that you would hope so but we all had smash beers, so well, they were all the same, you know, really light color. So who knows? Oof. Who knows? Man. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sorry. Siren from 12 Gates will be available on draft and in 16-ounce four-pack cans to go. 7.1%. Do you know? Uh, oh, March 31st, it says. So yes. Friday. Are they actually yes, doing the tomorrow. tapping? Do you know that? What's that? Are they doing like a tapping in a yeah, beer release? Or just... Yeah, this this will be on draft too. Okay, cool. Oh, it said that. I said that. I read it out loud. There's my reading comprehension. It's all right. So Southern Tier, which I have said, if you're looking for a um, kind of a dessert beer, Southern Tier might be the place to go. Uh, Hazelnut Deluxe Imperial Stout. 10.2%. Man, I don't know. I don't know what to say. So, like, like you said, I mean, if you uh, Southern Tier does dessert style beers well, especially their Blackwater series is yeah. uh, some. Of, there are some some of my favorite beers. They're a lot bigger, obviously. Uh, this Hazelnut Deluxe being the latest, I do I do have a gripe. So Southern Tier invited me to their industry night, which last week, maybe the week before. So it was kind of they they invited a bunch of people into the brewery and they rolled out a bunch of new products and, and you wrote, you know, posted about them on social media, yada, yada, yada. Yep. This, I learned about this the day after that industry night. And I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to have this. That was a long time ago. I mean, I, I, I mean, not that I needed on a Monday night, I didn't need a 10.2% Imperial style, but right. Yeah, of course. But that was like, that was a full year ago, wasn't it? That the the industry, industry night. night, yeah, no, the, the they just had one last week. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, I wasn't invited to that one. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Ellicottville. Sorry, continue. <laughs> um, so hazelnut deluxe, ten point two percent, as I mentioned, rich, creamy, nutty, chocolate, and roasted malts. I mean, as long as the hazelnut note is there, I think I'll be on board with this one. And I yeah. will be buying this when I if when I find it. Excellent. Yeah, this sounds like fun. It sounds It'll like be, a fun time. Uh, four pack, four pack, twelve ounce bottles, and on draft at the brewery in Lakewood or Buffalo or probably any of their other tap rooms around the country. Yeah, and right. uh, wherever great craft beer is sold, whenever whenever this gets released, I'm not exactly sure of a definitive date. All right, what do you think has been said more on here? Uh, I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York, or wherever craft beer is sold. See now, 
I'm very cognizant of putting that in my articles when I write when I write this when I uh-huh. write the, the beer buzz every week. I make yep. sure I, I try to be consistent in saying that because it's like wherever beer is sold, your favorite craft beer retailer, uh, where, oh, yeah. wherever you buy your beer. I always try to say the same thing. So I'm very, very cognizant that I put that in the article. I feel the same way whenever I talk about uh, reviews, like on your favorite podcast catcher or your favorite podcast app, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, I just put I just put a post up on our social media channels before this. And I was talking about this recording this podcast. And I think I said, um, wherever you consume your podcasts. Oh, nice. Wherever you consume. I like it. I personally listen, sometimes when I listen to us, I'll listen no. on our website on buffalobeerleg.com. Oh, nice. But mo- mostly I listen on Spotify. Oh, okay. Yep, we are on Spotify. You can find us on Spotify. But I'm open to suggestions. I'm going to look look up if I'm where, listening in the wrong, If I'm listening to my podcast in the wrong venue, please tell me. No, it doesn't matter to us, right? As long as you're listening. Yes. And writing reviews. Yes, and then sharing do. screenshots of those reviews at WNRBrews on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> so, Hofbrau House. I like how you have the April 6th one here. Is, yeah, that, I, on, is that on purpose? I, I did that time? for you. I did that All for right. you, Scott. All right. What Do you know what they're tapping tonight? No. Okay. See me neither. So, <laughs> Hofbrau House is tapping a new Royal Export Golden Lager. Fun. Uh, as you said, as they, as only they know how with the traditional parade barrel tapping and live music and the cast of drunk theater Buffalo will lead the parade, which, you know what? We need to have, we need to have some drunk theater people on the podcast. See, now I love this idea. Uh, my wife, Jill and I have been, we've been trying right now. They're putting on, they're doing drunk Peter Pan at Buffalo Riverworks. Yeah. And we've been trying We've been trying to get to uh, get to one of these performances because I hear the performance is awesome, but um, I want to get down there and try this. But the last time we, literally the last time we went to try to buy tickets, the, it sold out. I mean, which is great. Yeah. I mean, I love it for those guys. But I just I love this idea. But and you're right, we should have these guys on the podcast. We should. It's the perfect for this podcast. I think that is that is such a great idea. The um, the Peter Pan in Drunk Peter Pan is a is a former student. Oh, of mine. That's awesome. I know. And I, I keep looking to, to get out to this and I can't. It just doesn't work out with the kids. Same, yeah, ex- exactly the same for us. Yeah, because it, it looks so fun. It does. And and he's he's great. Um, But this is next week, Thursday. Yes. So you could go to this tapping 6 p.m. Make sure you get home. And join us on YouTube to watch the next. Oh, I'll be in Myrtle Beach. I'll be doing this from my phone. Oh, at nine PM next week. I re- I really want to make that happen. Well, as long as, as long as we're not going to annoy your family, I don't want to make your wife mad. I don't know. That's that's yeah, it's true. I don't want to make my wife mad either. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> I just got message just now. I don't know if you can hear my computer sounds. I just bidding. Uh, from uh, John over at Buffalo Brewing to set up another podcast. Oh, so nice! I'm, I'm just—he said any interest in setting up another podcast, and I'm going to say absolutely. Um, yes, that's one hundred percent yes. So we're recording right now. I'll get back to you. So it looks like so. Real quick, I just looked it up. 
Their next two performances are sold out, April yeah. 4th and April 11th. There are limited tickets for April 25th. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'll check my calendar. What day of the week is that? Coming right up. It is a Tuesday. Oh, Tuesdays are perfect for me. You know, we should we should try we should, we should try to do this. Yeah. Bring microphones and talk to them there. I love that idea. While right while we're hour. all drinking, which is just after, an added effect. After they've gotten drunk. <laughs> I'm going to open just up ambush a, them gorilla a style? second. Uh, no. Oh. oh yeah, good idea. Just shove a microphone in their face. Yeah. They're gonna <laughs> love that. All right. I'm pouring one more, another. Caucasian Gary. Good man. Um, we only have a, a, one or two more things to talk about. Yeah, we only have... Uh, so real quick, let me let me finish about Royal Export. This is yeah, the first please. time they're brewing this. Uh, this is the first time that it's going to be... It's going to be at our Hoffra House, Hoffra House Buffalo. So it's a... Uh, if you don't know, it is a um, golden lager with um, fruitier, like fruitier hoppy notes, fruitier mm-hmm. hop notes, and a light bitterness. So... I mean, you don't say no to another lager. Yeah, right? I feel like... The, no, I, that's not true. I was going to say something, and then I realized that the people I talk to... I don't talk to the general beer-drinking public. I talk to craft beer people. I, I was They are not one and the same. I know. I was going to say, I feel like people are coming around to lagers again, but craft beer people are coming around back to lagers. But I don't know. Well, the general public, did they ever leave lagers? I don't know. Well, it depends. I mean... Yeah, you know, I mean that that's a whole other conversation, but yeah, right. As long as as long as the craft beer drinker is getting it's the craft beer drinkers are coming more and more to the lighter side. I mean, no offense against darker beers or heavier beers, but I appreciate lagers. So I have a friend who is undoubtedly a, a beer drinker, right? Fun to hang out with it at campsites because we both bring beers. Okay. And he will always bring IPAs. I tend to bring IPAs too. I tend to bring overpacks when I'm camping just because oh, nice. you can't beat the value. And it gives you choices throughout the day. Right? Right. Uh, so, yeah, he typically will bring IPAs. He's not really into lagers as much, but he's definitely a craft beer person. Does that sound right? Would you consider you know, somebody that- who buys like. All day IPA overpacks and um, uh, Vermont. What's the Vermont Brewing Company? The what is it? Uh, you, you yeah, you know Long exactly Trail? who I'm. Th- yes, Long Trail. Who brings Long Trail IPAs? That's a craft beer person, right? Yeah, but you know, it's, it's you don't often meet a craft beer drinker who like likes IPAs but doesn't like lagers. Usually, it's the other way around. But if I said to him. Hey, I'm gonna grab this uh, 15 pack of some Czech Pilsners. Um, I think he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm good. I've got my my bonus stage or my victory." Um, yeah, what uh, victory's 15 pack IPA? I can't remember what they're doing now, but but you get you get what I'm saying. What do they do? It's the a craft beer drinker. No, no, no. Uh, victory's 15 pack of IPA. Mm. Mm. I could not tell you. Yep, right. I know. I'm not I'm not that up on my victory beers. Oh, there's the kickback. That's not what I was I was looking at. Is that though. new? I've never heard of that. No, no, no. The kickback has been around for a bunch. Oh, it's okay. got Golden Monkey and and uh Of course. Oh yeah. Um 
It's got Brotherly Love, Golden Monkey, Sour Monkey, Cloud Walker, and uh, Easy Ringer. Easy Ringer is the one I think I'm thinking of. Their session. No, I have not had that. But yeah, craft drinker. But but uh, not someone who would be thrilled to get a Czech Pilsner in in a side pole in a milk pour, for oh. example. Man, you're speaking my language. I know, right? But yeah, craft beer drinker for sure. Yeah, I th- yeah. <laughs> no, you definitions. Yes. We need to have a I mean, whole podcast buy, about mean, definitions. Like, like you said, if he's you know he's buying Founders, he's buying Southern Tier, he's buying Long Trail, he could just as easily be buying Macro. So I'll take it. Yeah, right. Craft beer drinker. Um, forget the point I was making on that. It's all right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back and watch this on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash WNY Brews. But let's go into Spring Fever in Pennsylvania comes to the Beer Keep. Also Saturday, April 1st. Yes. So uh, the Beer Keep, a a wonderful place to go drink some beers. Starting at 11.30 a.m., which, you know, Saturday morning. 11.30 11.30 a.m. is not too early for beer. You, you know the saying, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> my my craft beer drinking friend I was just talking about, he loves that saying. Every time... Cheers to that guy. Right? Every time we're camping and we're like, is it too early? He goes, you can't drink all day unless you start early. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, including Human Robot, Voodoo Brewing, Imprint, Dancing Gnome, 2SP, one I've never heard of, by the way, 2SP, yeah. Evergreen Brewing, Anti-Fragile Brewing, never heard of that one either, Forest and Maine, Kingview, okay, you started with the ones I would recognize, <laughs> and then you went to ones that I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, there, I, are, a few, I there are a few in the middle there that I didn't recognize either. Okay. Oh, and you got a link to the whole list, so you have to go to buffalobeerleague.com and check out the Buffalo Beer Buzz, so you can click on that link. To bring into the entire tap list here. Yeah, they released um, on the event page on Facebook. They released the entire tap list and all of the package beer they'll have too. And obviously, I in term I didn't have the space for it, so I just linked to it. Nice. Um, your thoughts on Pennsylvania on a whole? Do you have Do you have thoughts on Pennsylvania? I I have random thoughts. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> In terms of Pennsylvania craft beer, I uh, alienate an entire state right now. Do it. uh, We go down to Erie pretty often. Um, You know, my either my wife and I or my friends and I, we go down there. We have a lot of friends down there. Um, Lavery, I love Uh, Erie Ale Works. Shout out to uh, Jeff and Sean. Those those guys are buddies of ours. Um, But Lavery and Voodoo are musts. If if you're ever if you're ever in Erie, Voodoo has great food. And yeah. uh, Lavery makes tremendous lagers. But, uh, yeah, I, l- I like Pennsylvania beer on the whole. I mean, obviously, you think you think about, like, Monk, uh, Monk Cafe in Pennsylvania, Tired, uh, tired Hands, um, just some of, some of those guys in Pennsylvania that make, you know, world-renowned beer. Like, yeah. Tired Hands, I waited in line for their beer at Shelton Festival a couple years ago when it was here at the Central Terminal. So I enjoy their beer. Ryan I Trogues. like Pennsylvania beer for the most part. Let's put it that way. Yep. I was just saying Trogues is Pennsylvania beer. Yes. I hear uh, like Yingling someone, is Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Trogues is Pennsylvania. No, I mean two, I, two of I my said Yingling. Uh, two friends of mine, that's their favorite brewery. Yeah. Some great stuff. Am I wrong about Yingling? Isn't it 
Yingling in Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before um, it before is, yeah. Yingling got distributed Hot up stuff. here, we used to drive to uh, we used to drive to Pittsburgh to buy it. Oh, see, and now you know better. Ah, well, what are you going to do? I know. I'm. I'm. I'm just. We used to be, before I, I, it I here. Don't but, mind Yingling. <laughs> I don't drink Yingling anymore for other reasons. Oh, I know. But yeah, I did not mind Yingling. Excuse me. Uh, my random thoughts about Pennsylvania: It's really tough to drive through. Oh, it's brutal. It's yep. tough. T- tough is putting it lightly. Lots of hills. Yes. Lots of roads that follow rivers and railroad tracks and even and if, and, can't go and anywhere that's not even like even if you t- you take like the turnpike yep man that's brutal too and then you think you're gonna like oh i'm gonna avoid the turnpike and i'm just gonna take the back roads man yeah. hills mountains right we drove our camper through there uh last year going down south and we avoided west virginia uh blue ridge mountains Shenandoah River. We avoided all of the John Denver I was say, were, were points. Were you singing that John Denver song for a right? second there? Or we, <laughs> we avoided all the John Denver places on purpose. Oh, okay. Because we had a camper behind us, and we didn't want to have to pull a, a, a 6,000-pound camper. Oh, yeah. I can up, only imagine. Up these kind of hills. So we went the long way. Um, but, yeah, Pennsylvania sucked. Going through Pennsylvania was <laughs> just as bad. Anybody and, who has ever driven through Pennsylvania, it is literally the state that never ends. Yeah. And it was so windy and oh, and, yeah. and hilly. Our truck hated Pennsylvania. My uh my sister-in-law used to used to live right outside Richmond in Virginia and yeah. you know when, and it's about a six and a half hour drive to where she used to live and I don't know, like 4 hours of it was Pennsylvania. If not more. Yeah. Yep. When we go to uh, Ohio, we go to Ohio fairly frequently. It's nice because we only hit that small little portion of Pennsylvania yeah. that touches Lake Erie. Like that's they're just doing their best. Like, oh, we get to touch Lake Erie too, <laughs> right here. So they we can on- stake their claim. Yeah, we only have to pass through that part, and it's only like an hour in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's fun. I think I mentioned this before too. You leave Erie County, New York. Uh, you drive through Erie County, Pennsylvania, and then uh, you get to Erie County, uh, Ohio. Wow, that's weird. I know. Well, it's all on Lake Erie because we that go to Cedar Point weird. a couple of times a year. And Cedar Point is in Sandusky, ah, is yeah. in Erie County, Ohio. I did not know that. That's yep. Wow, that's bizarre. You go through three Erie counties. It's fun. We're going to do it again, I think, in May. Nice. It's super cold. It, it's, I think last year when we went, it was 40 degrees on opening weekend at uh, Cedar Point. You could see your breath. Oh. Nothing, nothing's open. But we do it because we have kids. We're going to, we're going to Putin Bay for a weekend in June. What? Are, where is it? Putin Bay. I don't know what that is. It spell that. It uh, Putin Bay. P U T I N B A Y. It's in Ohio. But in Bay. Uh, you spelled Putin. I said put in Bay. No, it is. It's a village in Ohio. It's got dashes in there. But I'm typing in P-U-T-I-N and Vladimir Putin comes up. Oh, boy. Like, you, you're going to Putin Bay? Put in Bay. I've never heard of this. How have I never heard of this? It is a notorious party spot. Oh, nice. Dr- 
you drive there, <laughs> you take the ferry over, you park your car, and then you you literally rent a golf cart and you drink and drive the you just drive a golf cart around the around the island all weekend. I have heard of this. My parents did this. It is incredibly fun if you've never been. Okay. This will no, be my, our yeah. third or fourth time going. My parents absolutely did this. Yep, that description. I'm seeing photos now. Fun. When are you doing that? The end of June, I think. And tell us your address and the exact time you're leaving. And... <laughs> what I can tell you is that it's Pirate Weekend, and I will be wearing a pirate oh, costume. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. We went to the uh, Sterling Renaissance Festival on Pirate Weekend, and it was it was a fun day. That's cool. It was fun. I wore a kilt. That had nothing to do with Pirate Weekend. I just... <laughs> I wanted to wear a kilt, so I wore a kilt. By the hey. way, you wear a kilt outside in the summertime, it is life-changing. Really? It is phenomenal. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can choose to wear something underneath it, but... Was going to be my next question. Oh, it's so it's so great. Okay. You, you instantly understand skirts and dresses. And like, man, if I could get away with wearing this during the school day, for example, I would wear a kilt every day. It's wonderful. I would not wear, I would wear things under a kilt if I were teaching. In fact, two years ago, three years ago, when we were virtual, two years ago, when we were virtual, I did wear a kilt on St. Patrick's Day in my school because the kids weren't there. Right. So um, I wore a kilt. It was fun. Could Obviously, they actually see that you were wearing a kilt? No, the kids couldn't see it. They were oh. they, they would see it just like you're seeing me right yeah, now. Right. Right? While well, they were virtual. But uh, it was St. Patrick's Day and and um I teach at a school where where St. Patrick's Day is a big deal. So I wore a kilt. People enjoyed it. I would not wear a kilt to school on a normal day. And the reason I I gave uh the people at my school when they asked, "You going to do it again?" Like, "No." Cuz I don't trust the children. I don't. Oh, and they're okay. like, you you can wear uh, tights underneath it. Like, I don't No, No one needs to see that either. Also true. If I'm out at a gig and I'm doing a St. Patrick's Day gig and a drunk person lifts up my kilt, they deserve what they get. They deserve that image to be burned in their brain. But children don't deserve that. So no, I will never wear a kilt to school. It, it, it's like it's like the old Simpsons gag where every time with groundskeeper Willie. Yep, I looked for that gift the other day. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking. Yes. About. <laughs> uh, and I just lied. I did actually wear a kilt with students once. Uh, our school concert, our spring concert, fell on St. Patrick's Day, so that evening, just for the concert. I wore a kilt and a suit because it was oh. on St. Patrick's Day. So I wore the suit with my kilt, but that was, you know, with everybody there and under different circumstances. I would certainly not do it with just a kindergarten class because holy cow, can't trust them. Yeah. Idle hands, right? It, nope. Yep. They, they get into absolutely everything. <laughs> just walk around my room and touch instruments and, and nope. Yeah, I have uh I have many young nieces and nephews and I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like herding cats. Really cute cats and and it's fun. Yes. It, that is a very good way of putting it. It's a very fun job, but it's herding cats. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to add? 
Uh, let's see. I should mention, I wanted to actually, I wanted to mention real quick, uh, we're, we're done with the beer buzz, but th- this is separate from that. Um, we partnered, we've partnered with uh, 500 Pearl, uh, and we're doing a giveaway for the KBC, the oh, Kegs, nice. Barrels, and Crafts Festival that they have coming up on April 8th. So if you go to our Instagram page, at Buffalo Beer League, if yeah. you click on the pinned post, you'll see all of the details on how to enter. We're giving away four tickets, and... Uh, all you need to do is follow, like, and share, and you're entered to win four tickets. So uh, that is so again, that's on our Instagram page at Buffalo Beer League. Click on the pin post, and you can enter to win. Uh, that that giveaway goes through next Thursday at noon. Next Thursday at noon. That's April sixth. Yes, and the event is the event is on. So we'll do the drawing then, and then the event is on April eighth, Saturday, April eighth. Yeah, it's great. All right. We and I, I also want to mention a little preemptively, but we're partnering with Clarksburg Cider. Uh, they are oh, doing nice. their second annual uh, cider festival on May 13th. So we partnered with them. We're going to give away a swag bag, and um, which has like a, a two four packs of cider, a hoodie, shirts, koozies, fifty dollar gift card to the cidery, and uh, we're going to do that. I think that will go live at the end of April. Okay. If, I, if I remember correctly. So look for that on our social media soon. So we buried this 45 minutes into the podcast. Oh, boy. Um, I know, right? Next week, I'm going to do better at this. I'm going to ask you something or along the same lines, like right at the beginning, so that we can make sure that, because those are important things to get out there. Those partnerships. 45 minutes in. All right. Uh. So that's it, right? I'm going to finish my beer. You good? Yeah, I'm empty. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, then, uh, thank you guys for listening, if, especially if you made it all the way through uh, 45 minutes. Yeah, this is this was one of our longer weekly ones. Yeah, you know, every, every week I listen to myself and I feel like I sound dead. <laughs> so this week I said, I'm bringing it. I don't even know what that means, but okay. I just sound like, all right, so how, tell me more about this one. Oh my god. What's coming up? Like nope. Nope, I want to bring the energy. Scott, this was not who, much. Somebody but... who also listens to all of our podcasts, you do, I can attest that you do not sound like that. Well, I'm always talking real quiet cuz I have kids right here. Well, there is that. So, yep, thought I would try out some new stuff tonight. So, find us please at uh on Twitter, as long as Twitter is still a thing, because April 15th, I'm not sure about after April 15th. You never know. But if, if Twitter is still a thing, that's when they they do the, if you're not a verified Twitter account, you're going to drop off of the... Right. The, yeah. So we'll see. Until then, at WNY Brews and at Buff Beer League on Twitter, um, you know what? Instagram will probably be where I'll end up. So find the Buffalo Beer League at buffalo beer league on instagram uh you can find everything the podcast the articles at buffalobeerleague.com what am i missing facebook i mean if you're still on facebook please hit us up on facebook i haven't put anything on west new york bruises facebook in like two years wow it's facebook right i update our facebook daily nice we need a virtual assistant (laughs) <laughs> or a real assistant 
which would be weird in said yeah, kindergarten classes. Sure like, who's that? He's he's operating my beer social media accounts while we're singing. That's what's happening. We need a virtual assistant. Um, but until next week, because we should be recording on April 6th. We'll see. We'll hopefully make that happen. And in, I'll in be one, in, in Myrtle some Beach. former fashion. Right, for sure. I'll be in Myrtle Beach. Oh, sign up for the uh, email list. If yes, you, please do. If you are not already part of it, because we send out these same stories to your email every Friday morning about 10 a.m. That happens. Um, I can only schedule certain times, so I schedule for about 10 a.m. And... There was one more thing. Oh, leave a review, please, so that we can send you one of our shirts until these are gone. So until next week. Facebook, I suppose. After all the shit I just talked about Facebook. I don't like to talk over the music. As a music teacher, I try really not to. Because uh, listening is important. But I just realized that at the end of these videos that are going out on YouTube and Twitter, we're just sitting here during this. And I'm not even realizing that people are watching me during this last part. You know, I never thought about that either. Yep. Huh. Should be doing something. <laughs> Not not like doing a dance or something. I should be right. I mean, just what what do people do? They shuffle, shuffle pages, right? Like no. uh, when they go to commercial on a talk show, that talk show host leans into the guest and 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 yeah. talks to them in their ear or shuffles pages. I don't know, but anyway, we are done. So we are ending this broadcast in three, two, one. More than one push. StreamYard, what are you doing to me?